Welcome to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White, Linda Schub, Gerald McFadden, Andre Howard, Tom Wall, and Rihanna Absar. This is your forum for exploring and discussing challenges that are faced by public and nonprofit leaders. And now, Leadership Matters. Good afternoon, and thank you for tuning in to Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. I'm Cheryl White, and I bring you greetings from the Neighborhood House Association in San Diego, California, where Jeffrey Carr, I say Dr. Jeffrey Carr, is our board director, and Rudolph Johnson III is our president and CEO. Our vision is really about um, community impact. You know, it's... um, healthy and educated communities where dreams become reality. And our mission is to enrich lives through a continuum of education and wellness services. We hope that today's episode and every episode of Leadership Matters offers value-added and thought-provoking ideals for advancing emerging as well as current leaders. And I am so delighted that today, to kind of add to the tools and the thoughts that we have um, in this topic of Leadership Matters, identity leadership in success. Um, and how, you know, what's the nexus between the two. And to help us have this conversation, we have um, Mr. Stepman Graham. He's a best-selling author, educator, and entrepreneur. So, uh, Stepman, thank you so much for joining us today. Okay, we may have gotten disconnected, so what we're going to do is hope that he will um, join us shortly. I will um, say I was just speaking with him before we... Um, went on the air and was asking him of all of his many publications, uh, which is his favorite, and he said, who are you? And it's a um, success process for building your life's foundation. Another favorite that he has, and I share that favorite, is Identity, the Passport to Freedom. It is also just a a fabulous um, quick read of wonderful nuggets kind of all compressed into... um, a little pocket-sized um, book that one can take with you. It kind of pulls out, I think, some of the um, highlights from some of the other publications. And then the New York Times bestseller, You Can Make It Happen, A Nine-Step Plan for Success is another great one. And we're looking forward to a new book that Stedman has coming out on identity leadership, which is really what we'll focus more on in our conversation today. So, Stepman, are you on the line again? I'm on the line. Can you hear me? Okay, great. Yeah, I couldn't Good. hear you at first. I thought maybe we had lost you, so I, I was I just going to... I lost gonna... you for a minute there, yes. Okay, awesome. So, I was just kind of talking about your favorite, my favorite, You Can Make It Happen, and the fact that you have identity leadership coming out, hopefully, sometime in the um, coming Fall. months. Oh, in the fall. Okay, great. Wonderful. So again, Stepman, thank you so much for being on the line today. Well, I'm so glad to be here. Like I said before, I, you know, I really appreciate the work that you do throughout the years, and we've had a chance to work together. And, uh, of course, Neighborhood House is one of my favorite uh, non-for-profits. Uh, you guys do a lot of good work that people don't even know about. You know, I mean, you feed a lot of people. Um, you educate a lot of folks, do a lot of early childhood development, and uh, I just can't say enough about the organization. And it's in beautiful San Diego. How about that? Yeah, wonderful. I say it's a um, a pleasure to be connected to such a fabulous mission, and and I too um, am thankful for the work that the organization does in the community, and also all the work that you've done in supporting us in advancing our mission. So. 
um, thank you not only for being on the line today, but for all of the uh, many years of support that you've given the organization. Well, I appreciate the, uh, mm-hmm. the friendship and the relationship I have with Rudy Johnson and and uh, what he does to make the organization run. And you talk about leadership. Uh, I mean, you know, he is um, uh, one of the best that I know, and and uh, along with uh, a lot of support people who, you know, you can't, there's a saying that you no one makes it alone, no man or woman is an island unto themselves, so you cannot make it by yourself. You need people to support you, so he has a great support cast of people and a great board, and, you know, so it's uh, it's it's really special to, again, see it all work and see you guys do so much for so many people. So, and leadership is... You know, we, I love the, the, your subject matter. You know, leadership matters because it's just, you know, leadership is everything. And and it took me this year to realize, Cheryl, that um, that man, if it, if you take away the leader, I mean, you have ninety nine percent of the people who are followers in the world looking for somebody to tell them what to do. And and leadership is so important. And what it takes to be a leader, what it takes to stand out, and what it takes to have influence, because leadership is about influence, and what it takes to be special and unique and to be able to think on your own, you know, when you're stuck in a system that basically, you know, kind of enslaves your mind. Uh, where you're kind of doing the same thing over and over every day. You know, people, they wake up in the morning, they wash their face, they brush their teeth, they get something to eat, they get the kids out of school, work all day, come home in the afternoon, spend time with the family, watch TV, go to bed, maybe they dream that's Monday. And they repeat mm-hmm. that same process over and over. And it's hard to, to have cognitive ability where you you are trained over a period of time not to even think, develop, build, or create. And so I'm just so glad that leadership is such a, uh, a great topic for, you know, some of the work that you're doing. It's fantastic. Well, thank you. I think it's um, definitely a necessity, and I think, as I'm sure I've read and I've heard you say many times, it starts with the individual. And this whole topic of identity leadership, um, I think, is certainly uh, worthy of the stage that you're bringing it to and that you've brought it through. And I think as I look at each of your publications, you do more and more refining of, um, of the self and actualizing the self and stepping into that role, as you talked about, with regards to influencing. So if I were to say to you, you know, identity leadership, you know, really, what is it all about? If you were to tell our listeners, what's this thing called identity leadership about? How might you describe it? Well, well, Cheryl, what I've learned um, is, is that it took me all of these years, you know, to, to really get this. It's really about self. Mm-hmm. And leadership, identity leadership, um, as you can tell from the title, when you talk about identity, you're talking about your own characteristics. You're talking about things that make you who you are. You're talking about your purpose. You're talking about self-actualization. You're talking about things that you love. You're talking about your passion. You're talking about your talents, your skills, your abilities. And and identity leadership basically focuses on um, the philosophy that if you can't lead uh, yourself, you can't lead anybody else. So it's all about self-empowerment. 
And that's a very difficult thing to do because when you talk about self-empowerment, you're really talking about mastery. Uh, can you master yourself? Can you organize yourself? Can you develop yourself? Take, can you take charge of yourself? Do you have the discipline to be able to do that? And so uh, that's a very difficult thing to do today because it's not set up for you to actually take charge of your own development. And like I said, most people are doing the same thing over and over every single day. So if you did the same thing you did yesterday as you would do today, as you would do tomorrow, what have you done? Nothing. And then you go to school and the educational system teaches you how to memorize and take tests, repeat the information back, get labeled with a grade, and two weeks later you forget the information. So nothing from nothing is nothing. So there's no process for, you know, Maslow's highest level of, of development, uh, you know, which is self-actualization because you're never working on self. You're just working. And people work and work and work and they give it all away and they look back after 30 or 40 years and say, what have I done? I've given all of my talents and skills away to everybody else and I haven't developed anything for myself. So when we talk about identity leadership, we're talking about the ability to focus on the core of who you are, to be authentic, to be able to organize a, a, a process, or at least take this process and organize it around your soul's purpose, your, 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 you know, your, 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 your ability to be able to be authentic within yourself, to focus on things that you really, really care about, you know, so that you have the passion for it so that you can practice it and work on it and overcome the obstacles because you're so, uh, you love it so much and you care about it so much that it's tied to who you are. And then everything builds from that. And so if you can imagine reversing this um, process of taking the world instead of working for the world, organizing the world around you, and, and being able to self-actualize your potential in the 24 hours that you have every single day, which is what makes everyone equal. Everybody has 24 hours. The question is, how do you self-actualize your 24 hours? Well, most people will never get there. So only a few people understand how to, um, again, uh, use their thinking and use their cognitive ability to be able to organize information around them so that they can empower themselves every single day. That really is the secret to mastery and the secret to success and the secret to, um, uh, again, empowering yourself is being able to understand how to take information and education, make it relevant to your heart, to your soul, transfer it to your mind so you become a thinking human being and then transfer it to the American Free Enterprise System or the global marketplace so you can create and shape your own future. And I said that pretty fast, but... Man, mm -hmm. to me, that's about the, as close to freedom as you can get. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, I think of the young people these days that now say, you know, um, the whole thing about being woke and and awakening oneself to this piece that you're talking about as related to the core of who you are and um, being able to become very clear on that. And well, you're talking I love about this the consciousness. About, talking huh? about consciousness. Yeah, consciousness. I think yeah. that's a Are great you, umbrella. That's what you to try to do. And it's you consciousness around the self, though. It's, yeah. But, you know, and it doesn't stop itself, though. So we're organizing the world around ourselves, hopefully, so that we can empower ourselves to make a positive difference in this, in this world. Because if it stops with just us, then... Um, then, you know, we can see what that looks like in leadership. It becomes a little narcissistic. But if I organize um, 
the world around me so that I am empowering myself to be able to better serve, um, that is indeed a powerful space to be in um, as a leader. So I love all that. If I were to ask you... That's, that's seven, a key word you uh-huh. said now. Let's go back and let's, yeah, talk, okay. about, let's talk about the, the service. Because you, when you talk about the service... Mm-hmm. I mean, being so a you know what? I, I'm hearing that we've got to go to commercial break, but when we okay, come back, I want to hear more about this, this keyword service. Um, so don't lose that thought and stay with us. We'll be right back with more on Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Leadership Matters is brought to you by InnoVisions. Need to improve leadership, staff, or organization performance? Contact InnoVisions today for quality, effective, and affordable leadership, staff, and organization development training, coaching, and consulting services. Call 858-244-8264. That's 858-244-8264. Or send an email to Dr. White. Her email address is drwhite at InnoVisions.org. InnoVisions is a social enterprise of the Neighborhood House Association of San Diego, California. Funds raised go to support the Neighborhood House Association's mission, developing children, families, and future leaders of our communities through empowerment, education, and wellness. Does your organization lack proper leadership? We're not necessarily talking about experience, but about how to face the changing dynamic of leadership today. Sometimes the people we lead know more. Old ways don't work anymore, and the comfort zone just becomes too easy. Listen for Out of the Comfort Zone with Dr. Wanda Wallace. We'll show you how you can adapt and develop your leadership skills to today's workplace. Every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Business. How is your work-life balance? In most businesses, no matter where you are positioned, there is always room for improvement. If you're an executive, learn insight about your business. Are you an employee? Learn how to better work with your team. Even if you're not in business, you can learn where your strengths and weaknesses can be played to their best potential. The Work-Life Balance with host Rick Morris can be heard live every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White, Linda Schub, Gerald McFadden, Andre Howard, Tom Wall, and Rihanna Absar. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to leadershipmatters at innovisions.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters. And we're back with more on Leadership Matters. I'm Cheryl White from the Neighborhood House Association in San Diego, California, and I'm delighted that joining us today we have Mr. Stepney Graham, best-selling author, New York Times, um, You Can Make It Happen, a nine-step plan for success. Uh, before we went to break, Stepney, I know we were beginning to talk about this, um, this field, this 
thought and, and yourself as a thought leader in this area of identity leadership. And you said, let's take it back a little bit after um, kind of thinking about organizing the world around you. And I was kind of saying, yeah, we want to organize the world around us. And an important part or component of that is service. We're not organizing the world and trying to be our best selves to our own good, but hopefully we're doing that so that we can be of best service for humanity. And you say, let's pause and let's talk a little bit about that keyword service. So I want to throw it back to you. Yeah, so the service, Cheryl, is like, uh, I mean, it's everything. Uh, because the way you really empower yourself is you serve others. Because as you serve others, they give back to you, and then you kind of there's a recycling approach to to uh, to helping other people. Uh, first of all, you can't do anything by yourself, so you need mm-hmm. other people, and you need to know how to build relationships. So the ability to be able to serve, which is what Dr. King talked about, you know that uh, um, you can be great by by service because anybody can serve and and this is based on the philosophy identity leadership is based on the philosophy that the more you have the more you can give it's not based on the philosophy that you know that you're selfish it's based on philosophy that you need to develop yourself this is a development process Mm-hmm. That's what education is mm-hmm. all about. That's mm-hmm. what. That's why America is so great because we get a chance to, you know, have schools you can go to to develop yourself. You know, we have courses, we have uh, libraries, we have all kinds of opportunities to be able to uh, help develop ourselves so that we can help other people. And that's what that's what this uh, uh, American dream was was built on. That we come together to be a strong nation. Mm-hmm. So your ability to serve other people, my goodness, if you get that, you know, if you understand the value of working on yourself so you can give back, that's what that's what makes strong communities. That's what makes strong families. That's what allows you to raise your social economic development. That's what makes a strong city and a strong country is where each person understands that and then collectively and through this collective consciousness approach that we're all on the same page trying to help you know, each other by helping ourselves first is where we have to go back to in the 21st century. Mm-hmm. I love that. So, Simon, for yourself, when did this whole um, world of identity leadership really become real to you? Like, what were some of the, the ahas um, in your journey that... that you know, the passion for this particular space in leadership, what, what drove that for you? What drove it is my need for equality, uh, my need to be able to see myself as an equal. And I had it all backwards because I thought it was about looking at the outside world to define me. And I realized I had to turn that around. I realized that the outside world can't really define you, that, that you have to define yourself. And so you've got to be able to um, look within yourself so that you don't let anybody else define you by your labels of race. You don't let anybody define you by your labels of, of, of in your case, gender. You don't let anybody define you by your 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 family. Don't let anybody define you by your house, your car, your money, your title, your job, all those external things. And when you begin to take charge of your own development, uh, and I often say in my speeches, if you're looking for freedom, you'll never find it on the outside. Freedom is only on the inside. So when you begin to define yourself, uh, 
And you don't let anybody do that for you because whoever does that will always define you as less than them. When you take charge of your own development, when you become an owner of your own life, when you begin to control your own day, when you begin to shape your own future, when you take charge of your own education, when you become a self-directed learner, a lifelong learner, you realize the power of knowledge. And as the good book says, you know, uh, the, the the people are destroyed because of the lack of knowledge. It also scripture also says, "Be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind." So unless you change your thinking and when you, you about yourself and about your possibilities, unless you become conscious every single day, you fall into the external world, and the world takes you where it wants to take you. And that's what it's doing with the with the technology today. Technology is a wonderful tool. But it's often used to take people into, you know, playing games all day. And it's often used just to have people talk about things that are not even relevant. And often used, to, you know, as a way to show what I'm doing. But you really don't know who you are. You really don't know what your possibilities are. You really don't know how to take the information and make it relevant to your development so that you can empower yourself and decide for yourself what your life's going to look like next year or two years from now or three years from now. You really don't have a vision for where you're going to go or who you're going to become. You, you can't see the picture long term. So you're focused on the moment and you're actually, you know, short term in your development when in fact you're, you have so many skills and so many talents and you couldn't have a better opportunity than today in the 21st century to be able to take that tool, that technology, that iPhone, and use it to organize information and education and people and reach people all over the world in a matter of seconds to be able to get information and make that information relevant to your development, to your life, to your uh, potential uh, as a person, to your self-mastery, and then be able to take all of that development and then give it away to your family and give it away to your kids and give it away to your community, give away give it away to people who are in need of of leadership. And that's why leadership is so, so critical because followers are looking for leaders. And leaders are looking for not followers, other leaders so they can learn more, so they can give back more. Right, so that there are so many things that were um, uh, just very impactful. I want to back up to a couple of them. One was freedom is only on the inside. Um, I think that that is a powerful statement um, to think about, and um, because I think so many times people may think of freedom as being an external. Um, but I'm sure we can all think of situations in which someone may physically have felt boxed in, trapped, limited. Um, but how do I actually really um, tune into that internal source of freedom? And as you're um, indicating, begin to take that which is available to me in knowledge and um, and use it to... Um, really drive moving a person forward in what they discover to be their passion, um, their mission, their purpose. You know, I've heard people say you can spend a lot of time doing all the things that you can do, um, and all the can-dos can stop you from doing the things that your purpose to do. 
And right. so I think a lot of um, what I'm hearing um, you say also kind of gets to that what is the spending that time internally to think about, you know, really what matters most. And um, in our field of psychology, we think identity is um, how you see yourself. Reputation is how others see you. And I think a lot of times people spend a lot of time on reputation and what I'm hearing you really stand for and say we need to spend more time on how do I see myself and then, you know, what's most important to me, what's that passion, what's that purpose, and how do we develop it in a way that is um, used in service of others. If I were to ask you uh, to think about, um, Stedman, you know, what do you really see as your mission? What's your purpose in advancing this body of work? Um, what might be your response to that? Well, you know, my, my, my purpose and my mission in life is to get people to be able to take control of their own development so they could be the best person they could possibly be. And, they, you know, they become happy with themselves. And they also get a chance to transform their, their, their attitudes from negative to positive because I think that's a big thing. Uh, to be able to, you know, share love and show people how to love themselves. So if I had to, if I had to say one thing that I want people to really uh, do with my work or be able to understand about my work is I want them to love themselves. Mm-hmm. And I, I love want, that. Um, I, I love that piece that you said. Have them become happy with themselves too. Yeah, become happy with themselves, which is to to change the the feelings of who you are. If it's negative, if the foundation of your existence is negative, my work is to try to transform your thinking from negative to positive. At least, at least get you to be conscious of of what's going to empower you, and what's going to empower you is not negative thinking. What's going to empower you is not going to be that you hate yourself. Mm-hmm. What's going to empower you is not going to be um, looking at the glass half empty as opposed to half full. What's going to empower you is being able to think of yourself, you know, as the the best person in the world. You know, understanding that you can change your thinking at any moment from negative to positive. And, and how do you walk someone to, through that process of doing that? Like, what would be, what's your thought on, you know, how do you help them do that? Well, you help them do that by understanding the power of love mm, and that, okay. you know, your passion, your skills, who you are is what you love. But you have to create that. You have to, you have to organize that. I mean, we, we think of love in a lot of different ways, but love is a, a practical thing. You know, love allows us to feel good about ourselves. So you want to feel good about yourself. It makes you happy. Love allows you to organize, you know, yourself around things that you that's possible for you. You know, love allows you to, you know, feel good about, um, you know, the people that you're with, to be able to transcend your race because you're focused on love, not race, not not the label, not the labels that you're uh, defined to, uh, to 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 to, you know, to be led by. You know, you you don't want to be led by the labels, by other people's mm-hmm. definitions. So you you want yeah. to be able to take love and use it as a way to transcend your feelings. Right. So, so I'm going to pause this all again. the time. 
I'm going to pause this again because it looks like they need to have us go to a um, commercial break. But, you know, I love this whole topic of love. And very often we'll think of um, love as being compassion in action. And that compassion, as you're describing, it can be toward oneself or toward others. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more. And I'm really going to ask you, you know, what's your hope around humanity with regards to this work um, that you're doing, as well as what might be some key concepts around um, identity leadership that you could share with us. So please stay with us. We'll be right back with more on Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Leadership Matters is brought to you by InnoVisions. Need to improve leadership, staff, or organization performance? Contact InnoVisions today for quality, effective, and affordable leadership, staff, and organization development training, coaching, and consulting services. Call 858-244-8264. That's 858-244-8264. Or send an email to Dr. White. Her email address is drwhite at InnoVisions.org. InnoVisions is a social enterprise of the Neighborhood House Association of San Diego, California. Funds raised go to support the Neighborhood House Association's mission, developing children, families, and future leaders of our communities through empowerment, education, and wellness. The pace of change in the world is increasing exponentially and shows no signs of slowing down. Leadership is evolving and requires more and more innovative leaders to keep up. Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations with Maureen Metcalf features interviews with global business leaders, thought leaders, and academics in a wide range of industries. Proven concepts and tools may be applied to build your organization and deliver sustainable success. Tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Business. Trends in global business are changing all the time. It used to only be worrying about your competitor across the street, but now that competitor may be across the world. On Global Business with Mahesh Joshi, we discuss the trends in global business, plus issues and solutions that business leaders face today. Each show is guaranteed to teach you something that you didn't know before about global business. Listen live every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White, Linda Schub, Gerald McFadden, Andre Howard, Tom Wall, and Rihanna Absar. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to leadershipmatters at innovisions.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters. And we are back with more on Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions, and delighted to be speaking to Mr. Stepman Graham, best-selling author, educator, and entrepreneur. Before we went to break, Stepman, you were talking about the power of love. So before we kind of transition into maybe you're sharing a little bit about the nine-step process, anything else you want to add about the power of love? 
Well, you know, love is, it, that, those are your emotions. And you know, I read somewhere where, you know, when you talk about leadership, real, really good leaders represent about, you know, 20% intellectual and about 80% emotional. You could be very, very bright and still be weak emotionally and not be effective. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can, you know, be of average intelligence, but you have a strong emotional base. You know, you care about yourself. You care about other people. You know how to carry yourself. You're there on the, when the tough times come, and you can turn into a great leader. Mm-hmm. So the ability mm-hmm. to be able to, you know, have love, be connected to your emotional base, to your feelings, to what you care about, to be authentic, you know, to be real, to be in the moment, to actually care about your work. If you're a teacher and you care about the students, you're going to be a really good teacher. If you're a CEO and you care about your, the people that you work with, you're going to be a really good CEO. If you are a doctor and you care about your patients, you're going to be a really, really good doctor. So love just transcends so much. And yeah, you, can take you know. It Go on. I I want to say that I think the thing about love that for me stands out, it really is, um, you know, love, viewing it as a verb, and, you know, being patient, being kind, being encouraging. I think when we engage in that love and action, that demonstration of compassion, the emotion that gets triggered is trust. And I think it's the trust that gets right. triggered, that gets developed, that really begins to solidify um, those relationships. And we all know that relationships, good relationships, can lead to transformational, positive transformation where you, you know, engage from a space of commitment. Whereas, you know, when you have um, an interaction and the trust isn't there, it becomes much more transactional, and you can always stay in that space. And even if you're in that leadership role, what you might get is compliance, which looks really different than uh, commitment. So I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, so, you know, in the nine-step success process, when we talk about identity, you know, describing identity really is, is is describing what you love, what you're passionate about, what your what your skills are, what you care about, um, what your purpose is. What you know, because you you need something to organize that you're going to work on all the time, and so that's why passion is so important, because passion allows you to practice your craft. Passion allows you to overcome the obstacles. In fact, you know, in in, in terms of having to go beyond the call of duty, even when you don't want to, but you, you do it because you, you know, you love it so much. And so love really is a, is the first step when you talk about identity development and mm-hmm. you talk about mm-hmm. uh, the nine step success process, which is a process I've developed to help people self-actualize their potential as a human being. And the first step is you got to know who you are and knowing who you are is based on really what you love and what you care about. Mm, love it. Okay. Speaking of, <laughs> so knowing who you are, kind of that first step, and and what that, what drives part of that identity, and knowing who you are, is really what you love, what you're passionate about. Absolutely. That's mm-hmm. that's how you start. And most people will never be able to um, 
transform from a follower to a leader of their own life until they have that first step. Mm-hmm. Unless you begin to love yourself, organize yourself around those things that you care about, become passionate about your work, have a purpose for the work that you're doing, and then work on that every day so you become an expert in your field. You become skilled at it. In the 21st century now, Cheryl's asking for skills. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not asking for you to have a degree coming out of college. They say, you know, that's, that's great. You're supposed to have a degree. Mm-hmm. What they want you to be is they want you to be skilled. What can you actually do? What can you get done? What value do you bring? And the value that you give yourself is the value the world gives you. The world sees you as you see yourself. That's why self-development, self-directed learning, self-empowerment, self-discipline, self-management, all those things are so important because they give you the life skills. These are life skills to be good at anything that you do because the process of success is the same for everybody. The difference is so let me pause some you people for just know a it, second, some people cause, don't. Cause, so I'm going to pause you because there are like some things that you are saying that I just need to underscore. The value that you give yourself is the value that the world will give you. I think that's just a really powerful thing to, to, to really pause and think about. And even this whole concept of the ability to do, uh, being skilled, uh, you know, what can you do? Um, I just, I just uh, wanted to pause you because I want to emphasize some of those key pieces that you are um, bringing up. So I'm going to let you go back on your roll, but I just wanted to, <laughs> I yeah, wanted to no, just no, highlight no, those because those are some powerful little um, nuggets that you're throwing out there. Yeah, and so it's taken a long time for me to understand, oh, it's about how you see yourself. Mm-hmm. What do you believe about yourself? And you work with the whole belief system a lot. You know you mm-hmm. know the power of believing in yourself and also the ability not to believe in yourself. And also a lot of times, you know, it's set up sometimes politically uh, and sometimes structurally for you to, you know, not to believe in yourself through the images you get through media and what you're told sometimes by your family and what's passed on from generation to generation, uh, you know, around self-hate, you know, uh, and it's hard to break that cycle because it's oftentimes hardwired, so hardwired that you don't even know you're doing it. And you can just say consciously, consciously you'll say, Oh, I love myself. Oh, I care about myself. I think that, uh, you know, I know who I am. But unconsciously, you know, your, your life doesn't reflect that. Your habits don't reflect that. Uh, your choices don't reflect that. Your your daily uh, things that you do don't reflect that. You have no vision beyond your circumstances. You're always struggling. You're always having a hard time. You know, the foundation of your spirit is negative. You say it consciously, but unconsciously you're so hardwired you don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how do we change that? You've got to have a program. Mm-hmm. It's called Identity Leadership. And tell me a little bit about, so what are some of the key components, aspects, processes that are part of that program that can help change that self-concept? Well, you know, I, I, I've been in this work a long time, and I do it for myself because I grew up with, you know, with uh, low self-esteem, a lack of confidence in myself. You know, I, I grew up with two disabled brothers in my family, and I, you know, uh, I had a lot of things that I had to get through to believe in myself. You can imagine what that, what that like, what that is like when you're a small kid growing up. And nobody tells you how to deal with her. You don't have the tools. And the only thing that really saved me from uh, 
um, from even prison because uh, I worked in the prison system five years, but I know I would have been in prison because I was so down on myself and I had such a negative view of who I was and I had a negative attitude. And so, you know, being able to... What changed that for you? Huh? What changed that for you? Well, a lot of things. Number one is having basketball as a way to uh, better myself. Wanting to be somebody uh, helped me kind of get out of, out of uh, it kind of gave me the, the desire and the uh, motivation and the determination to want not to want to fail. So I worked hard, but I didn't have the, didn't have the self-confidence and didn't have the belief system about myself. So I just really worked hard to figure out how I was going to how how to find a solution to it, which is why why I came up with the nine step success process because I was looking for it. And then of course my relationship with Oprah and being in the spotlight, you know, and all of that, and and being defined by the outside world, uh, you know, that also um, how much of that really influenced just I mean it, I would imagine that was a phenomenal amount of pressure. Pressure. So the pressure helps you because if you don't quit and you're looking for the answers to how to survive through all of it, the pressure helps you define yourself. It helps you look for the answers. You know, and I also often say all the time, you don't have to be the smartest or the strong, but just don't quit. And when the, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. So you just have to, keep, you just have to work hard. And eventually you'll find the answers. I, I got to stop there because that is so powerful that, you know, you don't have to be the number one. You don't even have to be the best. You just have to not quit. Not quit. That, that, you that's just don't so quit. huge. Mm-hmm. The answers will show up mm-hmm. to you. The universe will mm-hmm. give you the answers. Mm-hmm. 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 That's great. That's good. What do you think has been just like uh, for you, What's been the biggest difference maker for yourself? Or if you've, you've worked with others, what's been the biggest difference maker for them? Whichever direction you want to go into, what's the biggest difference maker? The, the biggest difference maker for me mm-hmm. has been a combination of all of it working together. It's not one thing. Mm-hmm. It's being in business. Mm-hmm. It's learning the American Free Enterprise System. It's realizing that nobody's any different than I am. Is realized that because I had a race-based consciousness, I thought it was about the color of my skin. No, you're wrong. You don't know the process of success. You don't know how it mm-hmm. works. You don't mm-hmm. know the methodology. Because the process of success is? Is the same for everybody. Mm-hmm. Which but is? You, but you think you're substandard because you've been told that you're not good enough because of the color of your skin. Wrong. Mm-hmm. 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 Or you've been mm-hmm. told you're not good enough because of you know because you're a woman and you live in a man's world. Or you've been told you're not good enough because your mother and father might have said you're nothing, never going to be anything. So you bought into you drank the Kool Aid. Mm-hmm. So the process of success starts with self definition. It starts there. There is a process for success, and it's mm. it's, it's it's the self actualization process, which is what wow. we're talking right now about. Okay. You know, it's yeah. it's having knowing who you are first. It's mm-hmm. the first step you got to have. And so I'm going to ask you to share another step when we come back from another commercial break, and then just some final tips that you would share with our listening audience. So please stay with us. We'll be right back with more with Stephen Graham on Leadership Matters, Informing Leaders, Inspiring Solutions.
business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. Leadership Matters is brought to you by InnoVisions. Need to improve leadership, staff, or organization performance? Contact InnoVisions today for quality, effective, and affordable leadership, staff, and organization development training, coaching, and consulting services. Call 858-244-8264. That's 858-244-8264. Or send an email to Dr. White. Her email address is drwhite at InnoVisions.org. InnoVisions is a social enterprise of the Neighborhood House Association of San Diego, California. Funds raised go to support the Neighborhood House Association's mission, developing children, families, and future leaders of our communities through empowerment, education, and wellness. Many industries have been revolutionized by technology in the last decade. Books, music, TV, communications, and now it's happening to our money and the way we pay. Tune in to Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how technology and customer behavior will bring about more changes in banking in the next 10 years than in the last 200 years. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on Voice America Business Channel or on AM 1160 The Voice. You'll never look at your bank account the same again. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White, Linda Schub, Gerald McFadden, Andre Howard, Tom Wall, and Rihanna Absar. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to leadershipmatters at innovisions.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters. And we are back on Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. Stephanie Graham is our guest uh, today. Excited to have you here, Stephanie. Um, love your work. I'm going to just kind of create some space for you to just roll through and share maybe as much as you can with regarding your nine-step process. I won't slow you down, and I'll say to our listening audience who may be trying to jot things down, you can download this episode for free and play it as many times as possible. So, free to, uh, so um, Stephanie, I want to just let you roll through what you'd share around this um, process for success. Well, you know, I'm so glad to be able to share it anytime I I can. Uh, The first step uh, is, again, identity. Check your ID. You have to understand who you are, and that's based on what we talked about. We've been talking about that for almost 40 minutes, actually. It's how to begin the process of organizing your life around yourself. Uh, And you're starting with the word love. Uh, the transformation of love into your heart, into your soul, into your practical life by organizing everything that you love, then taking information, education, make it relevant to your heart, to your soul, those things that you love, and then, and then thinking about it, organizing knowledge, and organizing technology, the knowledge that you get from that, and books that you read to be able to figure out how you're going to self-actualize what you love every day. So that's the foundation for that. So you can, you know, organize your purpose and have a hundred different things that you're working on that you love. I mean, I love golf, I love tennis, you know, relationship, spirituality, uh, family, all of that. All of those things that I can consciously organize and put together and then 
then take information and empower uh, those things that I love with the information from around the world. So that means I have to read, develop, and build, and create so I can shape my future every day. The second step is you've got to have a vision for yourself. And then what do you see for yourself? Who can you be? And vision is powerful because vision allows you to get beyond your current circumstances. Uh, vision is worldwide. Vision is global. And today with technology, to be able to utilize technology as a way to organize information around vision, you know, long-term vision, short-term vision, setting goals, organizing daily tasks. The third, third step is that once you have a vision for yourself, once you know who you are, you have a vision for yourself, then you organize a plan. And planning allows you to organize those things that are relevant to getting things done. You know, it's really tied to execution. Can, what can you execute? What can you get done? Um, you know, write, write down things every day, your daily task of what you're going to, you know, get done, uh, and then tie that directly to your vision. The th- fourth step is master the rules of the road, which are really your value system. You know, you got to have a value system because you got to have principles you can live by. And those value systems can, are trust. You know, how big is that? That's pretty big. Trust. Um, people don't trust you, then they're not going to give you the keys to the kingdom because they don't trust you. Uh, another value system is you got to be a hard worker. Hard to work hard on something that you hate, which is why passion is so important. Another rule of the road is, you know, determination and and, and resilience. And so those are all strong principles that, that, that will maintain a strong value system for yourself, despite the obstacles that you face every single day. You keep going back to that value system. Step five is step into the outer limits, overcoming your fears. Fear, how big is fear in our lives? That's a big thing. You know, everything evolves around fear. That's, that everything that's negative is, 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 is connected to fear. So the transformation uh, is always love. The transformation is always being positive. The transformation is moving from a fear-based mentality to a love-based mentality which allows you now to build your confidence around things that you can do, not what you can't do. Step six is uh, pilot the seasons of change. It's not so much what happens to you, but how you respond to it and how many changes do we go through from the time we wake up to the time we go to bed, a lot of different changes. So how do you overcome the change that you faced every single day? The law of the jungle says only the strong survive. So nobody cares really about your weakness. They only care about your strength. So what we want to be able to do is build a strong capacity in spite of the fact that we have to overcome these obstacles we face every single day based on the changing circumstances. You know, a person said it's not what happens to you, it's how you respond to it. Step seven, build your dream team. No one makes it alone. No man or woman is an island unto themselves. You can't make it by yourself. You need a team. And your team is always predicated, Cheryl, on how strong or weak you are. The law of attraction says whatever you put out, you get back. And so your ability to be able to attract those people. uh, And I often say when you talk about building a team, mentors, you don't pick mentors. Mentors pick you. And they pick you based on your life skills, and they pick you based on your vision, and they pick you based on your ability to work hard, and they pick you on your ability to have a good attitude and be passionate about what you're doing. Step eight is win by decision, and it took me a long time to realize it's about the information and knowledge. And the ability to be able to organize knowledge 
and information around yourself and to be able to make it actionable and to be able to execute it every single day based on your purpose, uh, that's about as close to freedom as I, as I know. Step nine is win by decision. Life is about um, not so much transactional, but more transformational. Can you transform your life? Not just doing things every single day. Can you transform your thinking? Do you understand how the, the power of information, how to organize that information around your belief system so that you can, you can be more courageous, you can believe in yourself, you understand that the process of success is the same for everybody, you can, and there's nothing that you can't do. So that, that's kind of an, uh, a really short overview of the nine-step success process, but I use that process, Cheryl, every single day. Mm-hmm. It's a powerful process. I absolutely um, am kind of always taken when I hear those steps because I can just hear um, the relevance with regards to each of them, the knowing oneself. I love the vision, you know, really um, allowing you to get beyond your current circumstances because that's so important. And vision comes from hope. And you say hope is the dream that awakens the soul and that that whole awakening space, I think, is so often what you're talking about when you're talking about that um, self-development, too. So the vision that comes from the dream, that comes from the hope, the awakening of that soul. I mean, each of these things. And then if you don't put that plan together, that allows you to move it forward or have some values, some guiding principles that help you go and keep you going and overcoming those fears and overcoming those challenges. And I love the whole concept of, you know, that dream team and, you know, who you attract and um, how you're able to um, navigate and support others and be with others and be supportive thereof and then winning by decision. I mean, each of these things and the whole transformational living coming from transforming one's minds, all of those, um, all of those steps, you know, I know that I've um, been in seminars with you where you can take one step and that in and of itself you can, you know, just go really deep and being able to think about the impact that that one truth, that one process can have on you. It looks like we're going to wrap up, so I need to have you tell us quickly how we can actually get in touch with your work and you to continue this journey. Well, I'm at uh, um, com. You can go to my website, uh, which we're constantly updating. Uh, I'm so happy uh, it's taken me about 20, over 20 years to develop this model of, you know, working in the schools and, and getting this knowledge out into the marketplace worldwide and to be able to now align myself with partners and other people to help uh, disseminate, you know, this kind of content that will help people self-actualize their potential. So we're constantly in a, in a state now of really uh, building this um platform uh, of identity leadership and identity you know around the world and I'm, I'm just so glad to be able to um, be more passionate than I've ever been in my life about the work that I'm doing because it helps so many people it helps them to eliminate any labels that they may have about themselves it helps them to improve their belief system it helps them to understand the process of success and that it's the same for everybody the difference is some people know it some people don't it gets them to understand the power of leadership and their ability to work on self-mastery every day so I thank you for the opportunity to be able to, to talk about it today 
Yeah, I'm so glad that you joined us. Thank you so much for sharing so generously um, your steps and the information. And um, thank you to our listening audience for tuning in. I'm sure when Stedman's next book comes out, it will be on your website, and maybe they can sign up to get an alert. Um, and looking forward to that coming out on, lead- on um, Identity Leadership. Join us every Wednesday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. Thank you again for tuning in. Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White, Linda Schub, Gerald McFadden, Andre Howard, Tom Wall, and Rihanna Absar is broadcast live every Wednesday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a wonderful week and make your leadership matter. Leadership Matters.